You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well. This is our second episode of the new year and I hope that you have gotten off to a good start. If not, let's start that off for you right now. Happy new year. I hope that whenever you're listening that from this point forward, you are turning towards hope and positivity with joy with me and I hope to refresh you today, especially on our topic of aligning your habits with your partner because we all know that as we want to put good habits in into place, which means good systems into place, which means we will be getting those goals on, then we don't want to do this and leave our partner in the dust. That is just so wrong. And I totally get, by the way, why we do it sometimes. We're like, I'm empowered. I'm doing this for me. Like, I'm not going to make you do it. And all of that is good. But today I want to help you to still be a team so that you can encourage and inspire your partner and be inspired by your partner without forcing any of your habits on them. So it just quick mini episode. Of course, make sure you are getting your glow on with us all year long. If you need more coaching tips, we have a 52 week plan for you. You get 25% off with the code new year. Make sure you grab that if you just need week by week tips and systems. And that is, I'm telling you, you need those cues, get them. And you can use this mini episode as a standalone, but I think it goes really well with Monday's episode too, of just making sure that you guys are really aligned, that you have your goals flowing and going and glowing and that they are part of it all. So today is the bringing of them into this all. And I'm going over the brief five tips I gave you with a reminder of how you can bring your spouse in in a healthy way, in a non-controlling way, and in a non-withdrawing way. Like I said, like just leaving them in the dust. Okay. So the first one I wanted to remind you of is I talked to you guys about how to work with the mornings and how to really make sure that you are getting your biggest projects done in the morning and making sure that your spouse is part of that is absolutely key. So just don't forget that when you come into your day with focus and drive in the earliest parts of the day when our brain has done its healing, that you send an encouraging message to your spouse, connect with them, make sure they know you are their biggest biggest supporter and their lover and their person who cares more about them than anybody else. And not in a creepy way, like nobody else cares about you because that's just weird and wrong, but to just be the one who says like, I'm here every day, you know, it's me. And you know that I have your back and that I care about you and I'm not just here for me and my goals. So first and foremost, a morning connection is huge to bring your spouse into your day. Next, I talked to you guys about how to make sure that you are taking at least two minutes in a task that you want to create a habit on. So... And it's health and fitness month in our planner. And so maybe you're like, I have my planner stuff going. I am going with my day to make sure that I have my good healthy eating. I know my son just came to me about how his digestion was off and he was literally like in his little seven slash six, like 
what would be the healthiest breakfast for me to eat. And it's like so good and so healthy for people to want to grow and to have the best opportunities. And if this is you, yay. How you can bring your spouse into it, you're going to find this very interesting in that it is not the traditional cookie cutter answer of bring them on board with the same thing you're doing and everybody should be exactly the same because you know what? We're all unique. And yes, I do want your spouse getting your glow of your healthy, vibrant decisions to be a New Year's guru on cleaning or on making sure that things are organized or Marie Kondoing or I think Kondo Marieing, but or Con Marieing. But you get my point. Whatever you're doing does not have to be the exact same as your spouse. But what I would want you to do and do want you to do is to say to them, you know what? I am doing something for habit creating and I am taking a minimally one minute a day, two minutes a day, whatever your minimal is, and I am going for it. So I do 30 sit-ups in the space of two minutes now or the five-minute Mad Fit workout now, or I have decided that I take five extra minutes to not just make one chicken dinner, but I cut up chicken for the whole week and I put it alongside the asparagus and you know it's there every week when we need a veggie and when we need an extra protein. And you know, these extra small measures that you're doing are excellent, but your spouse doesn't have to do them, A, and B, but, and this is an important but, it's a great space for conversation towards them to say, what is something small that you're hoping to change this year? Do you have any two-minute changes you want to make into your day? And that way they're invited in. They're not forced in. They're not controlled. And it's direct. It's not this indirect, I just sidled up and said it, hoping they would come to me with their own. It's direct. It's an ask. It's, hey, do you want to do this with me in any possible way? And there's the open-ended question. If they say no, if they guffaw and say, you know what, people's New Year's resolutions don't work, just say it's rhythms. It's rhythms of grace for ourselves. And you know what? Like, I totally get it because some people do things for two weeks and then it's over, but I want to do it even if it lasts for two weeks. I am in for these two weeks to cleaning my palate, to making sure that I have health for these two weeks. And I hope it goes beyond. And that's my plan because I am a person of integrity who sticks to my convictions. And I know that this is an area that I'm making life changing steps in. So you do stand up for what you're doing and the work you're doing. And I also give myself grace, you can say, but definitely honor if they say like, I understand that you want to do something. I'm not into it, but offer it, right? Like, don't just say, do what I'm doing. You have to do this. You're bad and you're wrong. If you didn't just get this quick insight that we should all be, you know, making sure our spaces are organized. It's like they have to come to their own realizations. They may literally be a type one who just needs to go fishing. And maybe they're a type one like my husband in the way of medical, but in this season, it isn't about home. And so you don't have to infringe you who you are onto them and make them totally conform to your new whimsy and let them see it isn't just whimsy. But right now, quite honestly, if you're creating new habits and goals, you're just at the beginning too. So don't force it on anyone as you begin, but do understand, and this is comforting to you, that we are who we hang with. And so you might remember that too. And we'll talk about that in just a couple minutes. So if you do start doing these changes, and even if they say they don't want to, they probably will start picking up on something. Okay. The next one, not surprisingly, is tenacity. Make sure that you show up for yourself every day, and that will speak volumes to your spouse. 
but don't forget to show up for them too, like I said. So your tenacity of showing up for the both of you in ways of love will be very important and will be very key to your ongoing success and growth because you're not leaving them in the dust and you're not leaving yourself in the dust so that you get to make sure that you are getting healthy. And you know what? You might decide that the goals you're starting on are not the goals you're gonna land on at the end of the year. So maybe that happened to you last year where you were like, I set this goal for myself and that's not what happened. But other things happen. And I did actually some great things last year. So of course, if you're feeling discouraged, make sure you take inventory on the good of last year too. And that's why I like to start my day off with gratitudes every day. Now, next, I want you to make sure that just as I said, speak to those bad habits to you on Monday's podcast and just make sure that you remind them and, and you can speak out loud to these habits if you want. Like, I know that I'm going to this food to get emotional comfort. I also know it's not really gonna do that that I really need to take care of myself and that will do a better job. Even just saying that out loud is one step closer to your success. But I'm gonna speak to your spouse's bad here because I'm believing in you that you heard, or even if you didn't hear Monday's podcast that you heard me just now say, like speak to your bad and and work on being honest about how honestly it's just creating a shame cycle for you and it's not serving you. It's not serving your family and your spouse in this world. So do that. But here's where I'm really connecting this with your spouse. Make sure you speak to the bad you're speaking about your spouse also. And let me explain that. When you find yourself having resentments and showing up in your mind, speaking against your spouse, like, I can't believe they're not doing this with me, or I can't believe that I saw them leave that cereal bowl in the sink, or I saw that they did not help me with the laundry, and I saw that they were slacking on the job of the kids and just playing video games with them, whatever it is. I want you to really start noticing those thoughts, observing them, just becoming aware, and then deciding to change into a healthier story for you guys, because that is honestly what successful couples do. They tell that they are the heroes in the narrative, and they tell it together, and they say, you know, my spouse may not be the best at this or that, but here's what their Enneagram type is, and here's what they rock at right now already without me changing them. And this is one of the reasons I fell for them. Those couples that are in particularly dire spots about their spouse, I often say, ask somebody else that you love and trust what they think about your spouse. Because right now, you are not in a good space personally, and so you have no happy vibes toward your spouse. But other people do, and they know that your spouse is a credible human being who has their Enneagram type gifts or their gifts outside of Enneagram if they're not typed. So make sure that you are aware of the opportunity here for speaking to those bad habits you've created about your spouse so that you can really start to have others breathe health into you in this area, or you just start doing that for yourself and saying, you know, I absolutely love that my spouse is such a consistently hard worker, or they're so good at encouraging others, including me in my darkest moments, or maybe they're not so good at those things, but they're really good at just showing you their love for you and affection or gift giving, or maybe you've noticed that they're just absolutely wonderful at providing and they don't complain about it. And there is definitely something that your spouse has done or is doing. And I want you to celebrate that in gratitude. Now, I definitely want you to get help if you're like, Krista, it's bad. It's really, really, really bad. 
please get help. Please get coaching. We have amazing people who have joined us through our Enneagram and Marriage Certification Program, and we have that actually starting up again. So you can make sure you become a coach if you love to serve other couples. But we have coaches doing this so that you know you're covered if you need the extra help. And then last but not least, I said I would speak about groups, and that is so important that if you have any of the planning in your family, that you plan good group time. And maybe your spouse isn't a person who's like, oh yeah, going to church means good things for me. Maybe they have had such bad experiences that it would be better to start with a group of people who you know love God, are serving the world, are trying to do good things, and maybe they're not so sticklers as to getting that communion every week or making sure that they have their worship time publicly. But they're working hard for their families. They have great values. And that is where I want you to start with your spouse, whether it be a great community event or space or uh, a group of people who are getting healthy together and you guys become part of that or a group of people getting spiritually healthy together and also owning that they're not perfect and keeping good boundaries together loud and clear on that one, good boundaries, because just because you get in a group with people at church does not mean there are not problems. People are people and they have problems wherever you take them. This does sound a little Dr. Seuss, but definitely want you to hear that. People are people and they have their problems wherever they're at. So keep your good boundaries, but start in spaces that are healthy so that your spouse and you have friends and family who are not just dragging them down because you certainly have people in your lives from your past who are jealous, who are not walking in this healthy space and who are not trying to grow and do the things you're trying to do. And and we don't know their stories. We don't know why they're stuck in victimhood, but you're not going to be. So find groups of people who can inspire you. And even if that means you guys join online groups like we have our collective open now for just another few days. We have a space for people to grow together and to figure out how their marriage can get healthier together. That is one more space for you. And it is a space that is just for that purpose of we care about one another. We care about shining in our world. We want to get healthy. We want to thrive. And we want specific steps for how to do that. That is whatever coaching program you're doing, I want you to get that. Or whatever you're doing to serve this world together. You guys need to be reuptaked. You need good systems. So these are just some ideas and steps and tips for you to make sure you are taking care of yourselves this year. And because I know that it's hard to get all of them at once, I'm just reiterating that I want you to bring your spouse into your morning routine. I want you to make sure that you take a couple minutes per day and invite your spouse into that of creating good cues and good habits. I want you to make sure that you bring tenacity to your love for yourself and your spouse so that you can stick to at least some plans, if not all, because things shift. And I also want you to speak to the bad and also speak about the good to your spouse and about your spouse so that you can remind those bad thoughts that they're not helping you guys at all. They're dragging you down into victimhood and that your spouse has a lot of redeeming traits and you want to speak to those more. And then last but not least, make sure you guys are getting in groups so that you can find accountability and support and people to really help you to be shored up for this new year. So I hope you guys have a great time. Whatever you're doing today, I hope I've inspired you that you are refreshed. You know about our Glow Gala coming up. You know that we have the Enneagram and Marriage 52-week planner. You know our collective is open. We have all kinds of opportunities for you to grow right here with us. And we'll see you next week when we talk about sex and marriage and how to really get your glow on there too. 
If we helped you in 2022 or you're new to us and we're helping you in 2023, it would mean the world to us if you would leave a review at Apple Podcasts. This is the way, the only way that our podcast specifically grows is when you share about it. And that is the specific way that shares the most. And if you've already done so, know that you have shared Enneagram and Marriage Love all across the world. We're so grateful. Now go get that glow on. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.